0: Hey there, friends. Welcome back to the Happy Habit podcast. I'm your host, Matthew. I like to talk health and well-being Mondays and Thursdays. Thank you for taking time out of your day to tune into the podcast. There are over 300 episodes in the Happy Habit archive. Feel free to peruse some of the great interviews and reviews of the best known and most helpful self-help books out there. There's lots and lots of great topics and uh, great interviews. And if you like what you hear, please consider subscribing, sharing, and uh, telling people of this podcast and dropping us a positive review. It always helps the podcast out immensely to get into more ears just like yours. I really like the simple idea that you are the sum of the choices you make. Literally every choice you have made up to this point has led to your current circumstances. Yes, life presents you with unexpected events along the way, but it's still you who chooses how to respond to those events. This places a great deal of power into our hands. It also presents us with the responsibility for how we run our lives and the decisions we take. Let's have a look at some really simple yet massively impactful life choices you can make today to optimise your health and all-round well-being. Now, nothing I discuss today will be especially revelatory, but given the onslaught of pressure we are exposed to constantly that can present us with the opportunity to make poor life choices when it comes to our health, it's so important to consistently remind ourselves of what we can absolutely do for ourselves that will counter the negative effects of modern life. Now, as far as I'm concerned, marketing, advertising, heck, the whole notion of consumerism, places our health last. Companies today will use every bell, whistle, gimmick and marketing ploy to convince us that we are imperfect, that we are somehow lacking or less than, by virtue of not putting... Our hands in our pockets and buying their product, be it food, a piece of clothing, a shiny new phone or even a car. You are being lied to and sadly this is the norm. It's accepted all over the world. More than that, it's how commerce functions. We have all become so conditioned to accept that we should be making choices that end up putting consumerism first while putting our health and well-being last. It's maddening and saddening all at once. Look, trust me when I say this, you're fine. You're perfectly fine without splurging your hard-earned cash on the latest fancy pair of running shoes, new handbag or the newest, shiniest whatever. See, companies take advantage of the insecurities they help to create in you. They thrive off the fact that people are concerned with social comparison, concerned with getting ahead and looking like they are successful, and adorned with the latest cutting-edge product. Marketing works, which results in you convincing yourself that you aren't complete without buying a company's produce, and that you deserve to treat yourself to their product because, well, life is hard and we all need treats to ease the pain and to feel better about ourselves. It's very clever, it really, really is, but there's a subversiveness about it which we forget – So they package what they are selling in such a seductive way that you end up feeling you are lacking their particular product in your life and that you ought to shore up that gaping hole by treating yourself and handing over your money. This is happening to you every single day. Multiple times. And it's how corporations become multi-billion euro businesses. But more importantly, it's how we become slaves to their mission statements. And, consequently, our health and well-being suffers. But how? Okay, let's have a look how. Let's take a look at fast food for starters. Now, I live in an area which is surrounded by fast food outlets. Every kind of food preference is catered for and they will all deliver the food of your choice to your front door within minutes. So you don't even need to leave your house and walk the few hundred metres to the fast food chain in question. We opt for fast food apparently out of convenience, but convenience is a lie. It's an illusion. It is actually pure laziness, an absence of taking responsibility and a result of making bad Choices. I don't care how busy you are, it only takes 15 minutes to make a wholesome, healthy, cooked meal at home. But this is the problem. People have convinced themselves that they are so busy that they can't cook. Certainly not to the quote-unquote delicious standards of their local fast food outlet, apparently. But let's dive down into that more. Do you even know what ingredients you are consuming in the fast food that you're eating? The ultra-processed produce that you are buying. In the UK, for example, one of the best-known fast food outlets that sells French fries states that there are three ingredients in those French fries. Three ingredients. Interesting. This is where there really should only be one ingredient, given that French fries are just made from potatoes. Or they should be. In America, it's worse again. The same French fries have a breathtaking 18 ingredients. Again, for what is essentially just cut-up potatoes. Fast food outlets lather their products in high salt, sugar a myriad of preservatives, bulking agents, colours, gelling agents, bleaching agents, all in an effort to seduce you and your taste buds so that you see what they are selling as a treat and then spoil yourself by consuming their product. This creates a physiological and emotional connection between you and their quote-unquote food so that you return again and again. Fast food aside, let's look at the humble breakfast cereal. Time and time again, the food manufacturers have attempted to reinvent the breakfast wheel in order to suck us in and establish a habit of eating what they are selling at the start of our day. Most of the breakfast cereals available now are pure rubbish, they are junk, soaked in sugar and the very opposite of what your body needs after fasting since the previous night. Now, personally, I eat porridge oats, and I smile at how, comparatively speaking, dull they look and sound compared to the shiny other cereals on the shelf in the supermarket. But I love the fact that porridge is dull. For me, it's the most natural and the best cereal available, and I know I'm not putting any chemicals into my body when when I consume it. Throw in the fact that porridge is a low glycemic index food, which means my blood sugar isn't spiking when I eat it, and that means I'm not experiencing a slump in energy an hour after breakfast. Remember, you are literally what you eat. If you put low-quality, highly processed, unnatural food into your system, over time, your body will suffer. It's like putting low-grade oil into your car. You won't notice any performance change immediately, but over time, your car's efficiency and performance will absolutely suffer. Why choose to consume poor sources of food bathed in chemicals simply because they are available to you? People make the mistake of thinking that because they are available at all, it means they must be safe to eat. This is a mistake. Here are some of the most common and most damaging food ingredients you are consuming on a daily basis. Sodium benzoate, for example, is a preservative that prevents the development of mould. It's linked to cancer and thyroid problems. Another ingredient you're choosing unwittingly to consume is butylated hydroxyanisole, or BHA. This is found in foods, its packaging, and in cosmetics. It's a major hormone disruptor. Then, sodium nitrate and sodium nitrite. These are found in processed meats and have been linked with various forms of cancer. Now, these are just some of the many hundreds of man-made chemicals that you will find in processed foods. It's literally a minefield. Look, the odd unhealthy meal won't kill you, certainly, but if you're choosing man-made meals more often than not, well, then you are making an unhealthy choice. Choosing what we eat is just one of the choices we are presented with on a daily basis. If we choose poorly, our health, physically and mentally, will suffer. The sad thing is that as parents today, the food choices we are making affect not just us, but our children too. I find it intolerable when I see a child that is gorging on junk food and is of an unhealthy weight. This child's parents' choices are negatively impacting that child in a way that will have ramifications for decades. Indeed, those parents' choices will hasten that child's death. It's a stark warning, but it's eminently true. If we want to maximise our lifespan and our health span, we must realise that we are being courted constantly by the marketing campaigns and the sugar-coated sweetness of companies' products. Not for our benefit, but for theirs'. Yes, there have been attempts in recent years to rein in the food companies by applying various rules and regulations, governing what ingredients they can and cannot use. But the food companies are always one step ahead of those setting the rules. With the ubiquitousness today of advertising and the ease with which we can order food online, it's immensely difficult to not become a consumer of what passes for food. But it's not impossible. In the absence of wholesale regulation of sales, advertising and marketing techniques, and minus food ingredient regulations with serious teeth, it requires informing yourself of what you are consuming and having the discipline to stick by good food consumption choices. Leaving aside all the marketing, all the campaigns, the beautifully shot photos and adverts designed to make your mouth water, the reality is man-made food is No substitute for produce that comes out of the earth. And the wider the variety of naturally grown, colourful foods you consume, the better. I'm talking all forms of fruit and vegetables with a liberal helping of seeds and nuts. It's nothing you haven't heard before many, many times, but if you stick to it, your physical and your mental well-being will totally benefit as a result of this simple choice. This is how we evolved to sustain ourselves. I know I'm constantly going on about evolution, but hundreds of thousands of years have seen the human race develop into extraordinary physical specimens capable of doing extraordinary things, both individually and collectively. Modern life, when framed in the context of evolutionary time, is just a blink of an eye. It's outrageous to think that we are allowing ourselves to be dictated to by corporations seeking to make a fast buck, and by governments sitting back and doing very little to set the health narrative. Now, when it comes to diet, I'm not suggesting that everyone live like a vegan. Whether you eat fish, meat, and dairy, that is up to you, but... If most of your diet is derived from plant-based ingredients, you will be healthier and you will live longer. It's that simple. I'm not a huge red meat eater myself. I do enjoy fish and some turkey at the odd time. But I rarely eat red meat. That's my personal choice based on the higher risks of cardiovascular disease and cancer associated with eating red meat. Plus, reliance on red meat is simply not good for the environment because of the methane emissions associated with herd farming, a natural, balanced and diverse diet would be enough to satisfy all your dietary and nutritional needs. And simply, one shouldn't have to resort to supplementing with shop-bought vitamins, unless one is advised to do so by a medical professional. Remember, the supplement industry has its own reasons for convincing consumers to buy their products. Every single day we hear conflicting advice about what supplements we should be taking or shouldn't be and I believe this is convenient for the supplement industry as they benefit from people's lack of clarity on what they should or should not be taking in terms of supplementation and nutrition. What I will say is that one should ignore the results of individual studies that are reported on unless the sample size is in the tens of thousands and the study in question takes place over a prolonged period of time, and that all the standards within the study meet the highest possible level, in other words, double-blind placebo-controlled studies. In addition, only studies published in the best journals should even be entertained. Many of the articles that you see in your newsfeed referencing the latest research are generally based on tiny sample sizes, and the results are questionable to say the least. So my advice is to ignore the headlines and stick to a natural diet. And if you have any dietary or supplementation questions, your doctor or nutritionist is the person to consult, not Buzzfeed or the Daily Mail. Another choice we can make for optimum health involves another input, this time news. I won't belabor this point now, as it's something that I've spoken about before, but we are battling every day with bad news. That is, that is being fed to us by news media again in an attempt to capture our attention for financial gain. If you are not curating your newsfeed and controlling what you are exposing your mind to. You simply aren't doing yourself any favours. Dr. Rangan Chatterjee, whose book I spoke about in a previous episode, made an an interesting observation recently when he was in his local coffee shop. He said, Ten years ago, people would have waited in line and possibly chatted to each other or looked around them or, or maybe even got lost in their own thoughts. Today, all those same customers will invariably have their heads buried in their phones as they await their coffee. We aren't giving ourselves any time away from digital media at all. Our attention is being fragmented and this is rewiring our brains. It's affecting our concentration, our memories and relationships not just with our partners and friends but crucially with our children. When, as a parent, your nose is buried in your phone, your child learns that your phone is your priority, not them. This is such a tragedy and it is completely avoidable. I believe it will be years before we see the true damage parental use of technology has on their children. But when the evidence emerges, it will be damning. Today, many of us are literally addicted to triggering news feeds. It equates to the mental health equivalent of us living off fast food all the time. The resulting low mood and anxiety, which many of us can relate to, is inevitable and deeply unpleasant. It is incumbent upon us that if we want to enhance our mood, our life experience from moment to moment, we have to make different and better choices. Remember once more, our consumption of news, or our subscribing to various apps, makes us consumers. We are feeding the corporate beast every time we log on, as we are succumbing to some algorithm designed by software engineers to keep us hooked. Like the food companies seduce us with their sweet ingredients, big tech and news companies use every trick in the book to capture us. From the the colour images, to the font size, to the sound you hear when you swipe. All engineered to hook you for good. These companies have staff that know how to tap into your dopamine pathways. They know exactly what buttons to press so that you continue to log on. Again, you must be aware of this and have the discipline to choose differently. What is the total opposite of having your face buried in your phone for hours on end? It's getting into nature. That's it. Choose to go outside. Leave the phone at home. Again, go where you evolved to be in the wild. Go for a walk, a hike, swim outdoors, cycle, run, hire a canoe. The experience of being immersed in greenery is a visceral one and one that will enhance your mental health and your physical health. And it's one simple choice away. Choose to engage in pastimes that you love doing. If you enjoy reading, read often. If you enjoy meeting with friends for a wag, well then be the one to organise it and make it happen. If you feel alive when you paint, then create a space that allows you to indulge in painting as often as you can. When you do something you love to do, be it netting, volunteering in a local charity, or choosing to return to studies in a subject that you cherish, you are choosing to live a life that empowers you and that exhilarates you. Life should be an unending series of visceral experiences that enliven your senses and that allow you to create momentum, but also memories. You get none of this when you choose to buy a product. Choose to surround yourself with people who possess a desire to live a fuller life in the real world rather than online. Having partaken in the sport of triathlon for six years, I speak from experience about the power of doing something I love and the benefit of finding a tribe. For the first four years, I resisted joining a club. I trained alone and competed alone. While I enjoyed those experiences, they simply don't compare with the joy of connecting with other like-minded people in my club and competing together in races. It opened up a new dimension in a sport to me that was already very giving. So choose to find what you love doing and join a tribe while doing it. Further to this, if you can find something you love to do and get paid for it, even better. I get paid to use my voice and communicate a message. This for me is a joy as it's something I find is simply an extension of who I am. The fact I get paid to talk is something that Still blows my mind. But the potential is open to everyone. You just need to choose to go down that path. Why spend years doing things you don't like? Indeed, why spend years being paid to do things that don't bring you any joy? I've changed careers several times myself. I know about the risks associated with making change. But I tell you that making change is a win-win situation. You will always be moving forward, even if that career change doesn't quite turn out the way you wanted it to. Change will always provide an answer regardless. So choose to embrace change, and more specifically, choose to embrace fear of change which is in reality a belief that you won't be able to cope with whatever crops up as a result of the path you chose. But you will cope. Human beings are the most adaptable species on the planet. You are far more resilient than you can imagine. Look at what you've survived to get to this point today. So don't sell yourself short. You can do it. You just need to choose to do it. Well, thank you for listening to this edition of the Happy Habit Podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, please like, share, subscribe and give the podcast a positive review. It helps us out immensely. Until next time, stay happy.